0: Welcome all to my podcast titled Current Panorama Venezuela regarding the coronavirus episode 1. So in today's podcast episode, we are going to discuss how the coronavirus pandemic has affected the country of Venezuela. Now, it is important to note that this pandemic has created an outburst of chaos all over the world. Now take a moment to imagine how the pandemic has affected a country that was already in chaos. Still, at first glance, it would seem like the pandemic has not been of such a great scale in Venezuela. Therefore, the country would not be expected to suffer worsening due to contagion. According to the recognized Colombian newspaper El Espectador, since the first case was confirmed on March 13, the Venezuelan government assures that in its country there are about 330 cases and 10 deaths, figures that are significantly below several countries in the region, including its neighbors Brazil, with 68,188 cases and 4,674 dead, and Colombia with 5,597 cases and 253 dead. Such figures have led to wide speculation about whether the government is corrupting the statistics to reflect an unreal set of statistical data that favors its political image. Additionally, as stated by El Espectador, By way of comparison, while in Colombia the ceiling of test processing is so far 12,000 a day with 60 laboratories in operation, according to the National Institute of Health in Venezuela, according to doctors for health, about 140 daily tests are carried out, which are processed in a single laboratory in Caracas. (laughs) Kerry Filippetti, United States Undersecretary of State for Cuba and Venezuela, expressed in a virtual conference organized by the Council of the Americas, based in New York, the following. We will see an expansion of the COVID-19 pandemic in the region, if not globally, if Venezuela as a country cannot face a crisis. Still, many point out that President Trump's administration is only willing to work under its own terms, and is unable to come to a common ground of agreement to aid Venezuela. Meanwhile, China has offered to renegotiate oil for loan deals to help Venezuela cope financially with the oil price drop, which incidentally dropped due to low global demand and the start of the fifth month of sanctions imposed by the United States of America in an attempt to ouch President Maduro from the power. In response to China's negotiations with Venezuela, President Donald Trump stated as following during a press event held on Friday, April the 10th. We will not be happy if that takes place. I have not spoken to President Xi of China about Venezuela, about that aspect of Venezuela. But if that took place, we would not be happy. Okay? I will not be happy. Many have been quick to point out that this may be a political maneuver to distract the public's focused attention from the poor management of the pandemic by President Trump towards Venezuela. Trump's administration sustains that their efforts to apply pressure in order to disrupt the military, the regime's main pillar of support in order to recover democracy, have been present as long as 15 months previously, maintaining that efforts must not cease, notwithstanding the health crisis. Still, it inevitably gets us asking ourselves are the measures justifiable if they harm the population more than they help during times of crisis? It's ironic, isn't it, that as the New York Times authors, Michael Shifter and Michael J. Camilleri, experts on United States and Latin American relations, state in their article, while China sends medical supplies to Latin America and the Caribbean, the Trump administration sends naval destroyers. Many point out that maintaining pressure on Venezuela for change may be a political strategy to help Trump win the voters from Venezuela and Cuba that currently account for a large portion of the South Florida region. With the growing economic sanctions being imposed on Venezuela, the deployment of the U.S. Navy vessels and other military assets to Venezuela announced on April 1 by the White House, the narco-terrorism accusations that involve 15 members of the regime the offering of a 15 million reward for Maduro's capture from the White House, the increased exposure to the virus for both U.S. service members and Venezuelans, and the lack of humanitarian aid from one of the biggest economies, Venezuela is suffering more than it has ever had, if that is even possible. According to Kerry Filippetti, the country has just 84 beds in intensive care units for a population of about 30 million people. This means that if the mid-Venezuela reaches more than 1,500 cases, it will not have the capacity to handle the crisis. Furthermore, 44% of the hospitals do not have electricity continuously, and 66% do not have running water for 24 hours. 64% lack x-ray equipment, and 90% do not have protocols for respiratory care against the virus. Although the official lockdown in Venezuela started on March 16th, it's impossible to ask a starving crowd that gets no governmental aid to stay home and furnish unproductive waste. According to official data from the United Nations, a total of 9.3 million people, about a third of the population, suffer from what is technically called moderate or severe food insecurity. Additionally, returning refugees or migrants who had left for nearby countries such as Colombia have experienced a period of return due to the pandemic, increasing Venezuela's population in need for humanitarian action. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast that enlightened us a bit about the catastrophe that is happening in Venezuela. Opinions regarding the actions of the United States government vary. Still, as of today, the United States government maintains the idea, as explained by the Colombian ambassador of the White House, that their actions are justified since the time they had to try to find a decent exit ran out. Still, many point out that although Maduro needs to be sanctioned and Venezuelan people need to recover their country, this is not the time to set up a violent war, which brings added consequences that affect solely the population to those already existing related to a coronavirus pandemic. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and wait for the next episode that will air next week.